Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for October 21st, 2020. One of the world's great poets, Samuel Taylor Coleridge, was born on this day in Devonshire, 1772. The youngest son of the vicar of Ottery St. Mary, his father's death sent him away to Christ's Hospital School in London to pursue his studies at Jesus College, where he was renowned for his amazing memory and his appetite for learning. However, he later described his time there as depressed, moping, and friendless. To take care of debts accrued for living expenses and his education, Coleridge joined the 15th Light Dragoons, a British cavalry unit, to clear his name at the age of 19, and after his discharge in April of 1794, he returned to Jesus College, but left in December without completing a degree. In Cambridge, he met the radical future poet laureate Robert Southey and moved with him to Bristol to establish a plan for a pantisocracy, a vision of an ideal community to be founded in Pennsylvania. The plan failed. In 1795, Coleridge married the sister of Southey's fiancée, Sarah Fricker. However, he grew to detest his wife, whom he only married because of social constraints and they eventually separated. Coleridge's first collection, Poems on Various Subjects, was published in 1796. He had a close relationship with Dorothy and William Wordsworth, one of the most fruitful creative relationships in English literature. From it resulted lyrical ballads, which set a new style by using everyday language and fresh ways of looking at nature. It opened with Coleridge's Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, and ended with Wordsworth's Tintern Abbey. He visited Germany in 1798 through 1799 with William and Dorothy Wordsworth and mastered the German language, studied philosophy at Göttingen University, and in 1799 he fell in love with Sarah Hutchinson, the sister of Wordsworth's future wife, to whom he devoted his work Dejection and Ode of 1802. That love was not reciprocated. From 1808 to 1818, Coleridge gave several lectures, chiefly in London, and was considered the greatest of Shakespearean critics. In 1810, Coleridge's friendship with Wordsworth reached a crisis point. These two great romantic poets never fully recovered their friendship. Suffering initially from a toothache and later from rheumatic pains, Coleridge became famously addicted to laudanum and opium. During the following years, almost suicidal, he lived in London. He found a permanent shelter in Highgate in the household of patron Dr. James Gilman, who built a special annex to house the poet, from which Coleridge would rarely leave. In 1816, the unfinished poems Christabel and Kubla Khan, whose supernatural themes and exotic images may have been affected by his use of the drugs, were published, along with perhaps his most important production during this period, the Biographia Literaria of 1817. From that point forward, 
Coleridge devoted himself to theological and politico-sociological works, and he was elected a Fellow of the Royal Society of Literature in 1824. Fellow writer Thomas Carlyle described life at Highgate. Coleridge sat on the brow of Highgate Hill in those years, looking down on London and its smoke tumult, like a sage escaped from the inanity of life's battle. The practical intellects of the world did not much heed him, or carelessly reckoned him with a metaphysical dreamer, but to the rising spirits of the young generation he had this dusky, sublime character, and sat there as a kind of magus, girt in mystery and enigma, whispering strange things, uncertain whether oracles or jargon. Although he wrote a wide variety of poems, Coleridge managed to create some of the masterpieces of English literature and in different genres and styles. The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner may indeed be the greatest ballad ever written. There is perhaps a no more visionary poem than his impressive Kubla Khan, and the unfinished Christabel is among the great narrative poems in all of English. Also, Coleridge almost single-handedly created the conversation poem, of which Frost at Midnight is a brilliant example. And there is Dejection, an ode, a poem about depression that puts many an American confessional poet to shame. And when it comes to the epigram, Coleridge's definition, which references Shakespeare, is the most often used to explain that poetic form. What is an epigram? a dwarfish whole, its body brevity, and wit its soul. Samuel Taylor Coleridge died in Highgate, near London, on the 25th of July of 1834. But before I go, I'd like to read a short, spooky passage from Christabel, one of my favorites. It's Coleridge's classic Halloween poem, which tells the tale of the titular character's encounter with Geraldine, who claims to have escaped from a gang of men who kidnapped her. Is the night chilly and dark? The night is chilly, but not dark. The thin gray cloud is spread on high. It covers, but not hides, the sky. The moon is behind, and at the full, and yet she looks both small and dull. The night is chill, the cloud is gray. Tis a month before the month of May. And the spring comes slowly up this way. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.